Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. The Kehi Cares Foundation is an essential part of our culture at Kehi. More than just a philanthropic arm of the company, Kehi Cares is special because our employees get personally involved. At Kehi, serving is about getting shoulder to shoulder and eye to eye with our marginalized brothers and sisters around the world. But serving hasn't always looked the way it does today. So Randy Shaw, director of Kehi Cares Outreach, is going to take us on the journey of serving, a legacy that you are all part of. Randy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Adrian. It's, it's good to be here. For anyone who may not know you, let's do a quick introduction. So how long have you been with Kehi and kind of how did you get into your current role? Okay, well, I've been at Kehi for just over 30 years, which is hard to believe. In some ways, it seems like forever, and in other ways, it's gone by in, you know, the blink of an eye, um, came to Kehi uh, because I w- was led to Kehi through some work I was doing with my church on a reservation in South Dakota, led to connecting with Jerry Kehi and wound up coming to the company. He said I had to work a regular job, but he said we also give back. I, I turned it over to the employees a few years ago and nobody's really doing anything with it. Why don't you come to work for us? And you could take over the the giving part of what we're doing. So that's kind of how this all evolved. I spent my first 21 years at KE through paid positions. And then the last nine, they made this my full-time job. And I'm blessed beyond belief. So let's start at the very beginning of how this foundation started and how you were eventually able to make it your full-time job. How did Kehi's founder, Art Kehi, and then his son, Jerry, lay the foundation for Kehi Cares? Art, I, I had the privilege of knowing him for a few years before he died, and he was just a very kind and warm-hearted man who would come to the office when I started would come to the office about once a week Um, he was retired but Jerry would give him odd jobs to do in his office but he knew everyone's name in the company everyone he called by name it was amazing but Art always gave on a very personal level to anyone in need and he did it from the very beginning. It's just who he was. And so our giving is in the very corporate DNA of AE distributors. Jerry took over the company, I believe it was in the mid-70s. And Jerry institutionalized our giving. He actually went out, hired lawyers, did this legally, where we are going to give 10% of our annual net profits to help others less fortunate. And then he did the unusual thing of turning that giving over to the employees to direct it. He gave them some simple instructions about how we were going to do that. So the beauty of that was he made it from a top-down giving model to a sort of a grassroots bottom-up where 
if employees were involved in something, they could come to the committee and request support for the things that they were involved with. And that's still the model we follow to this day. So you mentioned that you were talking to Jerry and he said that he had turned this over to the employees and it kind of wasn't really going anywhere. Um, so when you came in, what was your initial role? I know you had you had to do your day job um, with Kehi, but what was your initial role with the foundation and what kind of goals did you have for the foundation at that time? So first of all, I, you know, I came to the company in 1993, spent a year in reset, then I came inside the office to work in accounting in 1994. We were a much smaller company and there was no foundation. It was just money set aside for helping people in need. I was very passionate about it. First of all, with the work on the reservation in Pine Ridge, which we were helping people there. And my goal simply was to follow the basic guidelines that Jerry gave us and to give away all the money in an effective manner. And um, it's really difficult to effectively give away money. It's easy to give away a lot of money, but to effectively do it where you're having the best possible outcomes, you're really impacting lives and touching people and doing it in a way that doesn't hurt them is a lot more challenging. So you really kind of, put a thoughtful and mindful process around how we give money. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct, Adrian. And, and basically the process I would say I put around it was um, I just came to believe that uh, effective giving can only be done through genuine relationship with people, you know, giving blindly just because something sounds good very often turns out to be a waste of, of God's resources and the resources that Kehi provides. And I learned the hard way that that can actually do more harm than good with the people you're trying to help. Relationship has to be done hands-on. It can't be done from a distance. It has to be done with through time spent with people face-to-face, -face, breaking bread with people and, and truly finding out who they are while at the same time, letting them know who we are and what we can and can't do. So how were you able to make that transition from giving to hands-on at Kehi? My first 17 years at Kehi, I went. I went to these places where we were going to give. I, I didn't give to anybody that I hadn't been to in person to see what they were doing how they were doing it. The first number of years, it was largely just Pine Ridge in South Dakota, and then a number of organizations in the Chicago area. In the late 90s, it branched out. I had an opportunity to go to Venezuela. There had just been a catastrophic uh, mudslide there that killed thousands of people. In all those things, I realized you have to go and talk to people. You have to be there on the ground. You have to talk to them, feel them, hear their stories. It fundamentally changes you and the way you look at things when you go to these places. You could have just stopped, though, with just you going and meeting with these other organizations, but you didn't. Eventually, other employees were brought along onto these serving trips. So where did that idea come from? In 2010, 
Uh, Brandon Barnhill had been with us about three years. We had a budget again after he had gotten the company turned around. And Brandon said, how can we make our employees understand what we're doing with the giving? And he said, the problem is people know you give away money, but nobody knows how you do it or really even why we do it. And we're an employee-owned company. How can we change that? And, you know, our thought was that you can't go to these places and you come home unchanged. So we said to Brandon, let us take employees with us on these trips. And um, we started in January of 2010. We took the first employee trip, took 10 employees down to Laredo, Texas, which all of these things are still in place today. It's still typically our first place we take them is to see Lucy and Luis down in Laredo. It shocked us all as to what the fruit of that was. It's almost magical and it still happens to these days how these teams bond on these trips and share things about themselves and about their own personal journeys in an amazing way. And it, it's just so good for us as a company to get to know each other, people from across the company that you might never have had an opportunity to meet before. That was the first trip in 2010. And over the next 13 plus years, it's all grown from there. So there was another pivotal moment in serving that happened when Kehi acquired Tree of Life several years ago. Mm -hmm. What made that time so significant and impactful? First of all, what made it impactful is obviously increasing the amount of money to take care of. But that was also kind of the genesis of the serving trips because it all happened around the same time. We had done that first serving trip with a group of Kehi employees. And shortly thereafter, we realized that there's no better way to become this melting pot of two different companies than to take people from Tree of Life on these trips too and invite them in. Do you think that doing those serving trips with employees at the time of acquisition, do you think that affected the culture at Kehi? Oh, without a doubt. I believe the trips became more important than ever. Us going together, working together side by side and serving others, looking into the faces of hurting people. I personally believe it was critical in helping us to become one company. So every KHE employee that is involved in one way or another in serving through KHE Cares has some sort of experience that hopefully changes them, even if it's just in a small way. What serving tripper experience has had the biggest impact on you personally? Mm. The biggest impact on me personally has been when we got involved with human trafficking. First was exposed to it in um, Thailand because we were going into Burma and we saw the horrors of trafficking in Bangkok uh, just passing through. Didn't really fully understand it, but then we got into the real horrors of it uh, on a trip to India, to Penang, India and then into Nepal. And so that's where I realized the absolute horrific inhumanity of the trafficking, pure slavery in many parts of the world. I mean, pure slavery. You know, women and children are sold at auctions to be used as sex slaves. Then the other part I had to learn was the 
trafficking in the U.S. It takes a, a very different form, but it's predators who groom largely young women and children, and then they control them, and then they start selling them. But it's huge. It's huge in the U.S. It's not something everybody even realizes is happening, but it's going on here every day in every community across the country. It's unbelievably widespread, but yeah, I'd have to say it's the human trafficking of everything. And I, I'm very passionate about a lot of the things we're involved with, with education, and medical care for people who can't get it around the country in different parts of the world. But probably human trafficking is the, the thing that you can't get too close to it without it sucking you in and, and just absolutely grabbing you as, as because of the inhumanity of it. So, Randy, what do you think the future looks like for serving at KHE? And what big dreams do you have for the foundation? What does the future look like? That's that's an interesting question. It seems like we passed a tipping point a few years ago where all of a sudden we have no problem filling up trips. We have a lot of people wanting to get involved and are getting involved in very significant ways. And that's incredibly rewarding. So the whole idea of K-Cares and, and what we're doing is really catching on. And I get employees, new employees I've never talked to every week coming to me with ideas about something they're involved in. And, and some of them are, are things we can make a big impact. Some are just a little, but it's important to the employee. So we want to do that. But in the growing and, you know, when you've been involved with something for 30 years, it's a little bit scary to me. To the rapid growth of K-Cares and it's, I really want to keep it really pure in how we do it and why we do it. So I guess I say my big dream is that KHE distributors and K-Cares never moves away from our founding value of we thank and honor God and all we do. Uh, I want to see it growing strong and healthy because it's who we are. I also hope that every employee somehow, some way that they can realize that K-Cares is, is not corporate BS, so to speak, but it's real and it's good. And most of all, that every employee, my big dream would be that every one of our employees realizes they're truly part of K-Cares, even if they never go with us anywhere, whatever capacity they're serving at k contributes to the good that's being done for people around the country and around the world. That's absolutely true. I mean, the hard work that every employee does every single day is what contributes to KHE being able to donate that 10% to KHE Cares. Absolutely. Well, Randy, thank you for joining me today. And to our employees at KHE, you can be proud that this is the legacy that you're part of. And to learn more about the KHE Cares Foundation, check out our annual impact report on khecares.org. 